Welcome to Fusion Student Ministries. We hope this message equips and encourages you. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen, unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for your word. Lord, I thank you for the, your people that are here tonight. Lord, I pray for those that, that aren't here tonight that are studying, getting ready for ACTs. God, I pray, Lord, that you bring back everything to remembrance, Lord, that they've been studying. Lord, I just thank you as we continue in your word tonight. Lord, that you would just uh, speak to us. Lord, that's our desire, is we don't want to hear a word from man, but we want to hear a word from you. Our hearts are open and receptive to hearing from you tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. And Lord, we just pray for the Pelicans right now that they would beat San Antonio. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I promised Colby I would do that for him. So he said they needed some help. How many of you like, um, how many gamers do we have? I, I know JP, you, know, you don't have to raise your hand. I just knew that. How, how many of you like a good, epic, like, war game where it just, you just get, no? A few, a few, okay, what about, what about this? What about a good, epic war movie? Come on. You, you gotta love a good, epic war movie. I have several favorites. One is Braveheart, my all-time favorite. But I, I like, I, I like other, other war movies as well. Like, I love Lord of the Rings. My favorite, yeah, my favorite trilogy. I watch it pretty much, I don't know, every year. I start to get excited again, and I can't watch through the whole th- thing. You know, I, it's nine hours. I have a life, but, but I, I still I try to watch uh, try to watch a little bit of it, and I just love I just love the the epicness of it. You know, the, 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 there's always these major battles that that come about and 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 then inevitably there's always this big like this is the battle the battle that's going to determine the war and and it's always stacked against them inevitably you know the the hero got shot in the leg and he's just coming through sometimes he'll even die and and, and his sidekick will take it up and, and end up winning the war but there's always just something epic about this just incredible battle and the battle that's going to absolutely turn the the uh, the the tipping point of the war and it's always exciting I always enjoy it i can't get enough of those type of scenes and and in the same way tonight i want to talk to you about the battlefield of your mind the battlefield of your mind we're continuing in our series mind games and and so much that same battle that that we have in our minds that is just the tipping point uh, of of where we're going in our life. And the good news is, as I finish up tonight, and I want to just start out here, is that the battle is, is ours to win, but the war has already been won. Je- whenever Jesus died on the cross, I know you know this, but it's worth reminding you that whenever Jesus died on the cross, He holds the victory, that it's in, in Him. And if we can get through this, the battlefield of our mind, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of what Brady talked about last week called the struggle is real, but the battlefield of our mind, if we can win those battles, we will have a victorious Christian life. And so I just really briefly, I'm not going to 
expound too much. That's simple, but it's truth. And I want to give you three keys to winning the battlefield of your mind. Three keys to winning the battlefield of your mind. Anybody interested in that? Anybody awake? Anybody alive? Anybody excited about that? I'm telling you, I've been getting a little something out of this. I got a lot out of listening to Brady's on the way back from Dallas last week. I thought he did an excellent job. The first key to winning the battlefield of your mind is number one, prepare for battle. Number one, prepare for battle. In Nehemiah chapter four, anybody ever read the book of Nehemiah? Let me see. I want to see how many of you read the book or know the story, at least, of, of Nehemiah. It's a really cool story. Um, it's about Nehemiah going back to Israel and restoring, you know, building up the wall. At the time, the, the wall had been fallen down. And so he, he's building the wall back up to get some protection. In that time, if your city did not have a wall of protection, you were you were done. That meant that anybody could come in and plunder all of your all of your goods. You, you were unprotected. It's it's like living in the worst part of the hood and not having any doors on your you know any any door handles on your doors just wide open anybody could just come in at any time it was basically the same concept but for cities there was no protection for you and so Nehemiah is back and he's building the wall and he's got a team that he's orchestrated and put together that's with him building the wall. And it's really a powerful story if you have time to go back and read it on your own time. But it says, when our enemies heard him in Nehemiah chapter four, verse 15, when our enemies had heard that we knew their plans and that God had frustrated them, we all returned on to the work at the wall. But from then on, only half the men worked, worked while the other half stood guard with spears uh, shields, bows, and coats of mail. The leaders sanctioned themselves behind the people of Judah who were building the wall. Now, I want you to catch this part. The laborers carried their own work with one hand supporting their load and with another hand holding a weapon. So so picture this. They're, they're people that are building the wall. They're continuing to build the wall. They're continuing to put bricks and all that that goes along with wall building. I'm not an expert at wall building, but I'm assuming that that has something to do with it. So they're, they're, get, they're building the wall, but at the same time, they have their hand on their weapon. And so they're building the wall, but they're always ready for battle. They're prepared for battle at any moment. It's the same thing in our lives, that the enemy is willing and is able and is looking to Start and cause a battle in our mind at any moment. Think of this. You know, we talked about last time I preached about how Jesus was in the time of temptation and and how the enemy came to him and he he challenged him and caused him to think and 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 challenged the, his word and and he came to him in Luke chapter four verse thirteen. It says, "When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next." opportunity came. Another translation says a more opportune time. Have you noticed in your life that the enemy really likes to sucker punch you in your mind in the sense that he comes at you when you're the weakest? Normally, whenever your physical body is the tiredest, whenever Satan came to Jesus is whenever he was in the middle of a 40 day fast. And some people think, man, fasting, I mean, you feel so spiritual. 
I actually never feel spiritual during a fast. I feel completely exhausted, completely tired. It's normally after the fast that I begin to to see. Everybody's different. I mean, Kia would fast at all times if if she could. But some people enjoy fasting. But at the time when his body was the weakest is when the enemy came. What does that tell us? Is that the enemy will come to you when you're at your weakest when you're at your weakest, he will see the most opportune time to come at you. So what does that mean for us? Are we all in agreement that we agree that there is a battlefield going on within our minds? Remember a couple of weeks ago, I challenged you to think about what you're thinking. If you've done that, if you accepted that challenge, you'll notice that there is quite a battlefield going on in our minds. And so what do we have to do? We always have to be constantly prepared for battle, prepared for battle. I'm going to talk more about that. I'm not going to read all of this, but in Fe- if you know this, the scripture in Ephesians chapter six, verse 13 talks about putting on the armor of God, putting on the armor of God. You probably those that have you been in Sunday school for a long time, you've heard this preached over and over and over again, but it's I, I like it because it talks about all the different weapons that God has given us, all the different weapons that he's given us and how that we are to prepare for battle. Is this making sense to anyone? Are you getting it that, that we have to constantly be prepared? Just a perfect illustration of Nehemiah and his team building the wall, that they're building the wall, but they constantly have their hand on their weapon at all times. So. Key number one in winning the battlefield of your mind. Number one, prepare for battle. Number two, enter the battle. Number two, enter the battle. Go back to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. It says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers and dark, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. You know, it's amazing to me, which is kind of cool. We're, we're actually in the main sanctuary going through a series on spiritual warfare. And this kind of piggybacks a little bit, but kind of talking more about your mind. You know, it's amazing is I find so many Christians, including at times myself, um, forget that you're in a battle. Forget about the battle and and are just getting sucker punched. And 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 some uh, some of us have the mentality that if we just pretend like there's not a battle or lay down, then then we'll be okay. And in reality, that mentality will get you nowhere. You can we all picture that epic scene that I talked about earlier of that big battle taking place and, you know, one side coming against the other and they just kind of all clash into each other. Imagine if someone that was in there just thought their strategy was just to lay down, just to lay down amongst in the middle of the battle. How would that work? Not not too well. I mean, that, that would be the first guy that I would look for. Like he's already down. I'm going to go ahead and take him out. That's already got one kill there. That was the easiest one of the battle. But yet so many of us in our Christian walk do that exact thing. Or we get what I call spiritual amnesia, which I get it so much. I'm like, man, what's going on? I'm getting all this different stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. The Bible talks about that. I am in a battle a battle for my mind. And the greatest battle that we face, I'm telling you, is in your mind. 
You ever, you ever have somebody that you think said something about you and you go and you start to, well, they probably said this to, to so and so and, and you begin to rehearse it. You begin to think about, well, they probably said that. And, and then whenever I go meet them, they're going to say this, but I'm going to say that. And then they're going to come back and say this, but I'm going to get them with this because Five years ago, they actually borrowed a pair of shoes. They never returned it. So they're really a thief. God doesn't hear their prayers. So I'm going to come back and slam them with that. And then they're going to say this. And you're like, hey, did you talk about me to so-and-so? And they're like, what are you talking about? Like, you didn't say, no, I, was, I wasn't even looking at you. I have to have a homework assignment that I need to do. And I was just you know, drifting off thinking about it. You caused all these different thoughts in your mind and it wasn't even there. So many of us do that in our thoughts. And we allowed that just the, the, the hamster wheel, so to speak, of our mind to just go rampant, spinning and spinning and spinning. But I want to remind you that you're in a battle for your mind. You're in a battle for your mind. And the good news is, is that you have authority over it. You have authority over it. Just like we talked about, that you have the ability to take every thought captive. Listen to what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 9, verse 26. He says, so I run with purpose in every step. I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it what to do. Paul gives the illustration of a boxer. You ever, you ever seen a boxer warming up? You know, just, you know, he's practicing on his uppercuts or whatnot. He's not actually boxing. He's just, he's just hitting air. But Paul says, I'm not, I'm not just shadow boxing. I'm not just swinging at nothing. I'm aware that I'm in a battle. And so I train my body, i.e. my mind, to do what Christ wants it to do. The, how many of you realize that our mind unkept is incredibly undisciplined. My mind will, if I don't discipline, especially if the, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but any of us that have ADD, I'm telling you that sucker will spin non-stop. And I have to consciously do that. Like, man, I'm just drifting. Yeah, even whenever I preach sometimes. Yeah, yeah I, I know. But no, <laughs> yes, really. But and it, your mind could just go rampant and you have to be disciplined in staying focused. What is that? That's saying, hey, I have control over this body, i.e. my mind, and I can make it submit to Christ. I can make it submit to Christ. I'm not just going aimless. I'm not just shadow boxing. I'm a disciplined athlete spiritually making every thought that I have submit to Christ. So three keys to winning the battlefield of your mind. Number one, prepare for battle. Number two, enter the battle. Laying down is not an option. And finally, number three, use your sword in the battle. Use your sword in the battle. When, you, when we read through the armor of God, we have all these different armors. We have a helmet, a breastplate, all, the, you know, all these different things. But the, and that, that protects you. But the only offensive weapon that we have is a sword. You've, you've heard that before, but it's so true. It's so powerful. You know, I, we are, how many of you watched March Madness? 
Anybody, anybody watch March? Okay, just a few of us. Well, in March Madness, you'll see these teams. And a lot of times, they'll jump out to a huge lead. They'll get a big lead there and go into halftime up 16, 18 points. And what they do when they come out in the second half is they play not to lose instead of playing to win. And so they go on the defensive just trying to hold on to that lead. And inevitably it starts to go, you know, go down. It's down to 12 points, 10 points. And then finally they're tied up. And most of the time when you see that, when they start to play defensive, just trying to maintain what they got, they always lose. When we're just defensive, we're not going back. We're not on the offensive. Most of the time you will lose the battlefield in your mind. The best, most success that I have in my mind and having a disciplined mind is whenever I wake up and I declare what I'm going to think. I declare this is what the Bible says and I begin to go back and meditate on that scripture. I begin begin to go back and have a scripture loaded. Whenever I'm on the offensive, I'm already goes back to being prepared for battle. I'm already ready for battle. This applies to every single one of us. You know, even people that haven't given their lives to Christ, they, they still have the battlefield of the mind. But the great news is that we as believers, those that have put our faith in Christ, have a great advantage because we already know the outcome. We already have the victory. In fact, the Bible already gives us the tools to be able to conquer and win in the battle. I'm going to read one more scripture to you before we close. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 11, it says, They defeated him, talking about Satan, by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony, by the word of their testimony. There's incredible power whenever we realize that we are, yes, we have a battle, we have a battlefield in our mind, but... The war has already been won and we have the tools to win that battle. And the truth is, is it's just like there's a reason that we call it the battle because it's multiple battles. Some days we win, some some days we don't. But the more that we go on the offensive and take the word of God and use the things that has been equipped and given us, we'll win. We'll win because God has given you all the tools. I think of the same thing of someone that's in construction and they're going to build something, yet they're trying to just put it together and it keeps falling over, put it together and it keeps falling over. And they have all these power tools available to them. It's the same thing in our thoughts. Some of us are constantly feeling depressed or constantly feeling defeated and, and just taking it. Just like we we're talking about just a, a little while ago, just laying down. Yet we've been given all the tools not to feel that way, to have victory. Let's stand up and close in prayer. I want to challenge you again and remind you just as we continue to just go in this in this series. And I know that this isn't really necessarily a normal series that we go through, but this is a series that will help equip you into living your Christian life. We all face mind games. We all specifically have a battlefield in our thought life, in our minds. But I want to encourage you once again that you have the tools, you have the equipping 
that God has made available to you if you would just use them. If you would just use them, the more whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're dealing with, I promise you, God's word has a solution for us. If we would just bother to dig in to 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 arm ourselves, it's all there. It's all available if we would just accept it. As we close tonight, I want everybody to just close their eyes, close your eyes all across this place. And I just want to pray for you. I want to pray these three things over you. Father, I pray for every single person that's hearing my voice. Lord, I pray that you would help us to prepare for battle, the battlefield of our mind, God. I thank you that you're helping us to move and dig deeper, God, towards you, Lord. Lord, we thank you, God, that you you have equipped us. You've made everything available for us and to us. And Lord, we just receive it right now in Jesus name and some of us Lord we just need to make a decision to enter into battle to realize that we are in a battle that we don't battle and and fight against flesh and blood but against uh, principalities and rulers of the unseen world and we just declare right now that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world or of the world and Lord we just thank you right now that, Lord, we are equipped for battle, that we are prepared for battle, Lord, that we're making a decision just as whenever we accepted you as our Lord and Savior, that we would enter into your army. God, I thank you, Lord, that we are entering into the battle, Lord, that's already waging against us, Lord. But, Lord, we just thank you that you have equipped us. And, Lord, I just pray that you would help us to go on the offensive, God. Lord, I pray that you would help us Lord, to to use your word, to combat with your word, Lord, everything that you've given us, Lord. I pray, Father, that we would meditate upon your word. And whenever the enemy comes against us, we thank you, God, that greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. Lord, that we would continue to arm ourselves with scripture, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you, Father, that the battlefield of the mind is being won tonight. Lord, I pray that every single one of us would accept the challenge, God, wherever they are, wherever they're at in their life, God. I pray, Father, for your fresh just touch upon them, Lord. Thank you, Father, for leading them and guiding them in everything that they do. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Again, thanks for joining us. For more info on Fusion, you can check us out on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram. Thank you.